you didn't check uh, online to see if like best free non ad scanning app. Well, when we'll discuss, it's not so much taking the photographs. I've gotten that down. Yeah, yeah. It's like unless you want to hear it now. Uh yeah. Like we're talking about it. Like why put a pin in it? You know. Well, I just figured we'd save it for when we, you know, in a couple of days when we did the Patreon exactly, like, but show. But me taking pictures of the the square bound stuff is there. Like, first of all, it's square bound, so it doesn't want to open the way a stapled one does. Sure, sure. But then in the middle, there's four uncut cards from the Marvel cards that are going to be out, in, like around this previews. Okay. So. It won't lay flat. It won't stay open. Like, I need two hands to hold the book open okay. and then take the picture. You know what I'm trying to say? And you can't, lay, you can't lay it flat on a scanner because it's square bound. And it, you won't see, like, a, like, almost a quarter of the book. So I'm like, okay. So I ended up getting, after a while, getting, uh, what do you call them? Uh, clothespins. To like hold the book open on each end, but for some reason the plastic clothes picks pip class plastic clothes pins, plastic clothes pins that I have, um, there was so much tension on the book after a couple of uses the clothes pins would just snap for some reason. I have pictures I have like the broken ones here, so I ended up finding wooden ones in my basement. It was an ordeal, Joe. Like, okay, go ahead. So. Sorry. You're, this is After Dark. This is a, a preview of previewing of previewing <laughs> the past for Patreon folks, right? Right. So uh, I get what you're saying with the clothespins. Now, you're taking pictures of them, right? With right. your phone? Yes. Okay. So obviously you get to the part where there's the Marvel trading card insert thing, and we don't want to remove that. Right. Uh, but... Uh, what I was going to even suggest was when it got to that point was like putting a weight on that thing. Mm -hmm. Kind of like to keep it flat and then like move the cards and then move the weight. Now, again, I haven't had a chance to do them. And I think you have up to November on your person. Is that correct? Um, I do believe I have them here as we're talking. I can find them somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely have what's... I did September, mm -hmm. and I, I have November here, so October is, uh, like, under some comics here somewhere. Yes. Right. So I was, I was just trying to think of other ways to get around it, because obviously it's going to get bigger and bigger as the year continues and into next year. Right. But I think I figured out once I got the wooden clothespins that mm -hmm. it worked, and it didn't matter. It wasn't so much taking a picture of the pages that, had, that were near the card – it was all, it was everything once you got so far, the closer you would get to the cards, like about halfway through the first part when you were getting to the cards, it would, it would bow up the, 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 the book and everything. And I would put weight on one side, but then I'd still have to hold down the other. It's, it doesn't explain well, but no, no, I, I completely get what you're saying. I do. Right. I'm just my, trying to think of alternate ways. Now, Obviously, you're currently doing them page by page. Right. I do. I do. Instead of taking two pages and taking a picture and then split it like uh, cropping them, I do one because it's easier to almost hold the book kind of flat on one side and okay. have it at a 90 degree, the other page. So it'll lay flat, if that makes any sense. Then 
I can't take a, a full picture of two pages. So that was my question was, forget about taking a picture of two pages and then splitting that. Mm-hmm. What if you would it be easier just to take the picture of the two pages and when you send them to me, it's just like each JPEG is two pages as opposed to each JPEG currently being one page? Maybe I'll have to see as I go, you know, just as an idea. Um, obviously, I don't know what free time is going to look like for me here, um, but it is definitely something that I could look into here. Just like oh, I have December here. I grabbed December because I had to do some um, fact checking for <laughs> uh, the hit column over at Longbox Heroes. Rob Sircaps. <laughs> rolls was, right off the tongue. Nuts. Mm-hmm. No, no confusion or uh, uh, misquoting of that. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what you're getting. Right. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry. I think I have a. The Rob was mentioning some numbers and some dates and some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, is he correct in this? And I just had to go and grab a couple of the old uh, top 100 lists. Right. Um, that's all. Okay. But yeah, like I said, I think I have it down now and I, and it's not going to be a problem. I'm, I just, because it was a long, a long weekend and I wanted to watch football and we're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, I just, it was, it was aggravating and the, and trying to figure a system out. I think I got it and I don't see me, you know, complaining anymore. Uh, it was just one of those. And literally it was like, I did half the book and I was like, I need to walk away. And then I came back the next night and did it. I was like, all right, it's done. It's not going to look great in a lot of spots when you go to your things. But the one thing I did was I made sure I had good pictures of and more square pictures of that was more of the problem. It was like, all right, the pic, not that the picture is square, but it looks terrible because here's a page we're going to read and it's not square. And like, you could see my table and computer and like off on the sides. I'm like, that doesn't matter. But the stuff that you're going to use for the photos, for the preview of like, Oh, here's an ad in the middle. I try to get good pictures of those. So it doesn't look like absolute garbage. You know what I mean? Right. And even those ones, I crop just a little bit anyway. Cause even when I was scanning them myself, they wouldn't be like, a hundred percent they'd be like 85 to 90 percent and i'm like okay i could tweak that image just a bit to get what i need out of that right right like and again this is a spoiler you know i'm not going to use this but like there's an ad in the september previews for graphic music in full color by a pre-mike alred m dalton alred right right and, like, I think I could see, like, a bit of your porch coming through on the one side of the scan <laughs> and a quarter of the other pages in there. And if, like, okay, if I really wanted to use that page for the preview thing, I could, you know, I could play with it. Right. And, you see, know, it that- doesn't have to be an exact, exact science. No, and it doesn't. And that's, I mean, I may sound like I'm coming off as a little bit too much of a perfectionist, but there are some that are really bad. You know what I mean? Because it won't, it won't lay right. And there's like a big curl in the, in the middle of the page. And I'm like, all right, that's bothering me. And I know if anybody's going to understand this, it's going to be you. It's bothering me. I don't care how Joe, Joe would be like, I don't care if you piss on it. I don't care, whatever. It's fine for what we're doing, but it bothers me. And in the end, that's all that really matters. So I'm torturing myself, but eh, it, it, 
in the in the long run, when I feel better about it, I can put my head down on the pillow and I'm okay. I know that sounds right. ridiculous for you know a little dinky show about a preview from 30 years ago, but that's the way I am, and that's the way I'm always going to be. Oh no, I get you for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm I'm looking forward to uh to diving into those pages, doing the previewing, the past, and everything else like that. You know. Me too. I, I do love as you know, not trying to you know promote this shit out of it, but th- this is one of those like ideas that we had that I genuinely love doing because it puts me in a in a headspace where I like I was buying comics at this time, so it's like it's literally a trip in the TARDIS to the past. You know, <laughs> let's not say that word on this show, please. Thank you very much. Okay, that's right. We're on a list now, right? <laughs> but I'll I'll say, um. Uh, I was going to say, so I'm not, I'm not full-time buying comics yet, but a lot of the stuff is very familiar to me as we've discussed on previewing the past. Like when these books were coming out, like I was very much aware of a lot of the stuff, aware of X-Men. I think the only things I was collecting at this time, you know, late 90, like late 90, not 90s plural, but late 1990 was like Spider-Man and Batman, like amazing Spider-Man and Batman. And then obviously this is around the time where the McFarlane adjective list Spider-Man book started. So I was getting that and so on and so forth. But again, I, I do love going through all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause like, it's actually funny if I wanted to, I could sit down and go, these were the books that I was actually buying, you know, monthly from like, obviously we're, we're near, we're near, we're in the, the last third or quarter of the justice league international books. And I read those from one, you know right. what I mean? So, so uh, you I, you were ahead of me on the the comic book uh, things. Oh, oh yeah, I'm an old soldier compared to you. Yes, I'm the cable of this show <laughs> when it comes. Oh, to... oh my goodness! <laughs> well, you know you're the Commander X. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, am I Ahab? Did you is, was was uh, Commander X in last uh, in yesterday's Rob Sir Caps or was that in today's Rob Sir Caps? As we're it was the newest on one. Day. So it was the newest one. Okay, you're speaking real low for some reason. I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, how about now? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you happened. I didn't like... touch. Didn't touch anything, so. No, no. It just. <laughs> All this is staying in. I don't give a shit. I don't blame you. Um, but no. So Okay, so it just it's tough because I ended up like finalizing the two columns back to back. Right. Um, you know, the Friday one didn't go out till Monday and then the Tuesday one came out. I'm like, well, shit, I got to get this one out quick Mm -hmm. for my own thing. And, uh, in listening to the episode and I always say, listen to the, uh, listen to Rob, uh, Rob observations, you know, your mileage may vary. The Rob had an interesting weekend on Twitter. (laughs) Um, not enough to make the news. So it ends up here. Right. Um, oh shit. And I see a typo that I got to fix in the thing too. God damn it. Is it the walk Simon one? Yes. <laughs> so, I was surprised gonna... on, uh, 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 whatchamacallit spell check, not picking that one up. Right. Oh yeah. And there's another one in there somewhere. I think. God damn it. I want to say if it's an after, I, 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 I don't know. It might even be. It, there might, there was like one in one of the pull posts when, I don't know. I've seen typos. Like I always forget. I, I got forget- scolded too because I didn't. I don't have. I didn't have the link mm-hmm. in the um. Because like in the pull post, I was always like, "Oh, here's the link to comics on the green." You know, right. I say, "Here's a link to a link." Well, when that WordPress thing happened a couple weeks ago that I've been battling with, 
<laughs> right. It took like all those links out. So like obviously there's a lot of things that I like I redo the links every week, but the pull posts I kind of just took for granted. And I was texted today by someone saying, like, how come you don't put the link to comics on the green in there anymore? I'm like, huh. I, I go, maybe don't? I do. So I went and I looked and I'm like, oh, it was one of those things with the WordPress fix. And there and the person just like, nope, you're you're not doing it anymore. I go, ah, no excuses. I go, I'm not going to blame WordPress, but that's also on me for not double checking things. Right. Never blame. Never blame WordPress. <laughs> Is that similar to Luthez Press? Yes, he was. He was a pioneer in the in the in, in presses. I always said. Uh, so okay, um, so just as a real like as a a review of my column for the Rob Servation podcast from this past week. Uh, so it's all about cable, and then Rob like I don't know if Chris Claremont has ever come out and said this, but how Rob intimates that Chris Claremont created the character Ahab <laughs> to try to like kind of steal cable. From uh, Rob. Was he trying to ladle his warmth? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. So that was the impetus. And Rob doesn't come right out and say like, oh, this was my plan all the time. But at the end of New Mutants 100, where they reveal that Strife is also Cable, right? Mm -hmm. But like he's got longer hair. He looks a little bit different. And when Rob gets to that part, talking about the reveal in New Mutants 100 and talking about Strife uh, being Cable, the way that he comes off, he says like shit like five times. And I've listened to every episode of the, 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 the Rob podcast. I have no recollection of him cursing at all ever during the course of the podcast. So that's why when he did it there, I was like, oh, I was like taken aback, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it definitely felt in the way that he was telling the story that I made Strife also Cable so no one can come in and try to steal Cable's origin away from me. Okay. Because, like, I guess he felt as though with the way that, like, Ahab looked and interacted in, like, an annual with Cable that that was Chris Claremont. And he didn't come right out and say it, but in turn the Marvel offices trying to steal Cable from him. Like, kind of take control of the character away from the Rob. Okay. That's all. And it was just, and it was funny, like, when he comes that part, and he's like, and that shit with Ahab, that wasn't gonna fly, because now it was revealed that this, this, this. And I'm just like, oh my god, the Rob was, like, amped up there, you know? Oh, it's almost like he's paranoid or something. I don't know what he could be doing that would cause him to be paranoid. I have no idea. Probably, you know, him and Jericho were probably hanging out. Possibly, possibly, but you—I will say your what uh, your unwieldy uh, name of whatever you're doing with the Rob's podcast. Rob Sir recaps. Okay, Rob makes me want to listen to Rob's podcast, hmm. but I'm not that insane. So <laughs> that's okay. So that's part of the reason why um, I'm doing. This, because I'm sure a lot of people have a preconceived notion of the Rob, and it's not like the Rob is giving me some sort of payola. It's not (laughs) like he's got all these royalty checks laying around. (laughs) 
Um, but it's just like, okay, I think there's an intro. I, I love the comic book history, and there's not a lot of people from that era of comic books that are, for better or for worse, take it with a grain of salt, et cetera, et cetera, that forthcoming about their experience during this time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jim Lee has a very kind of squeaky clean face-fronting image. A lot of guys are a little bit more political these days. Uh, Todd McFarlane, you know, had like uh, a glossy documentary made about him uh, that I'm sure hid all the warts that there may have been. I'm sure they didn't get into the lawsuits that he did for like (laughs) naming people after hockey players that he didn't like and that he lost those cases in court. Right. Um, But it's just like I love that era of comics. I love the history of comics and like to hear the Rob say it. And that's what I'm just like, here are statements that the Rob is making. I'm going going to do my best not to add any sort of like slant to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do Um, like in in the most recent episode that I did where he is ta- like he he rehashes a lot of stuff. Right. That's the one thing that I always say about the podcast is he he kind of repeats himself a lot. Like he'll tell the same story over and over and over again. Right. Um, and I, didn't, I don't mention it in the notes, but like this episode was the fifth episode in a row where he harps on the Legend of the Dark Knight number one, having the four quote unquote variant covers, which were just the car, the, the card, uh, the, the cardboard or the uh, the construction paper colored covers. Right, they were just the same cover, colored four different ways. Right, and this is like the fourth or fifth time in a row he's brought it up and harped on it, and like really, like focused on like making sure I get right what the colors they chose were. And it's really not important information, but he's like super hyper focused on it. Something happened with those covers, right? Well, he knows it was the. Those covers caused the Batman books to kind of have a resurgence because it was the first time that Batman had a new number one in X amount of years. And it was the first time that Batman cracked the top 10, which Marvel had a uh, stranglehold on for the longest time. And that was what Marvel marketing said we need to start doing. We're like DC did it essentially like one time. And then Marvel's like, well, we're not going to have like an overlay. We're going to have like three or four different actual colored covers with spider-man number one and that's where we're getting to is in this issue when he's talking about spider-man number one he repeatedly calls it spawn number one okay and like if you're if you're not like keyed into the rob you might be a little confused as to what the hell he's talking about you know somebody's definitely keyed in right okay well there you go you i mean you're keyed into what the rob's thinking i'm 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 starting, I think I could be very easily swayed by the Rob. Oh, you're weak-minded. Here he's doing the old <laughs> the old Rob mind trick on you. Oh, my goodness. But uh, my thing is, see, every time I read your Rob's recaps, yeah. um, right off the tongue. Um, Perfect. It, it makes me feel like, I'm like, I know you're cherry-picking the stuff you want to throw out. Um, but if I feel like the thing that would aggravate me most about reading, listening to his podcast is he always sounds like he's got the upper hand and he was always, you know, like getting over on everybody. And I feel like, like in, in any story he's ever told in his entire life, nobody's 
ever got over on him. Even when he lost the rights to his, his characters, it was like, I didn't even want them. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I could create new and wonderful billion dollar. It It's like the, the Rob PR spin on himself. And after a while, you're like, all right, you may have been lucky. You may have been good, but there's no way you're batting a thousand. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? So, and now, that's phony to me. And, and to me, the, the Rob would come off phony from that. I don't know if, okay, so I don't know if you want to say that it's phony, okay? But we've had this discussion both off air and on air about there's certain types of people that when they tell a story about themselves, mm-hmm. they're going to either tell the story as factually as possible or they're going to tell the story in a way that makes themselves look like either the hero or bigger or whatever it is, right? Right. So I think when Rob talks about stuff that's happening in the now, the present, and the stuff like that, okay? You get a little bit more of that I've never been wrong sort of uh, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas when he talks about these past things, he does do his best to stay as factual as possible. But I think a little bit of what you're worried about slips in. But I mentioned it in, you know, the most recent one that I wrote up where I didn't really, like, um, go into it as much in the notes because it was just like, here's things, right? Right. He said this, he said this, he said this, kind of like bip, 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 bip. When he talks about Spawn, or and he's got me doing it, with Spider-Man number one hitting big, and then he gets the call from Jim Lee, and Jim Lee says, they Marvel office already told me, I'm getting X-Men number one. I'm getting right. it next year, right? Now, the way that the Rob tells the story is he very clearly comes, he says, he goes, I got a knot in my stomach. And like, that's like it's very clearly jealousy right right because he wanted that and you could tell that that's what he was feeling but he's kind of telling it in a way of just like i feel as though i was being left behind by my peers like todd gets a number one in a big selling book jim lee's gonna get a number one in a big a best-selling book and what am i doing i'm doing nothing and he goes i know that i'm not doing anything big yet because i'm fighting because i want this one thing and that was you know, an X-Men book. And like, they're offering me Dr. Strange. They're offering me incredible Hulk and they're offering me alpha flight. And I keep turning them down. Whereas like, he goes, I don't think Jim Lee wanted to do Punisher war journal fill-ins, but Jim Lee knew if I do this, it'll lead me to this. And it'll lead me to this. Hmm. Whereas the rot was kind of more like, I'll just keep doing fill-ins until I get what I want. But by doing that, he was going to get passed by. Okay. And then he goes and says that the reason he was doing what he was doing was because his father had like a stroke and lost his job, couldn't work. He was a 22-year-old kid. His mom was like going back to work to support the family. So it's like, I need these big deals so that I can like support my family. Right. And that's not something that you hear about, hear a lot about the Rob. So like him talking about that a little bit, like, okay, is it Rob? Like what a good guy he is. But like, that, that's a really good thing of him to do, you know? No, yes, there's you, a lot of bravado and there's a lot of, like, pomp and circumstances behind it. But, you know, I thought it was a good thing. Two things on that. One is, all right, it does humanize him, you know what right. I mean? But also, you know, it's, you know, uh, uh, Chris Rock saying, what do you want, a parade for doing what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to blankety blank blank blank. Right. You're supposed to help out your parents if they have a stroke. Like, what do you want? A parade? I don't right, know. Right, but, but 
No, I get you. Was like for a parade, but he was like a 22-year-old kid hustling. And then all of a sudden, like his dad, like, you know, he's 22 years old. Like he's doing whatever he's doing. He's still a kid. No, I get you. But the part like, see, that's not the stuff that like I, I I would focus on. I would focus on the stuff where he's like, yeah, I didn't want to follow Jim Lee on that book. Of course you didn't because it, the sales would probably go down. Like as much as like he did with X-Force, Jim Lee did better with X-Men and, and that sticks in his craw. I do believe he was afraid to go on any book after Eric Larson or Todd McFarlane and go look like the sales went down. I'm going to, I'm going to go on these books and that are, that, and I'm going to, br- I'm going to write, you know, bring them up. And of then course. I can have this inflated ego. Like he, he would, he'll never take over anything after like never be the guy after the guy in his mind. And that, and, and again, listen, that's, you know, that makes sense in a way, obviously. And that kind of feeds into his ego. And then we're going to get off the Rob stuff. I promise. I like, this is supposed to be the, whatever, show it's not supposed to be the rob show but then Um, one last quick thing is he's looking to make last i got one last quick thing too but go ahead but if he's looking for that money to take care of his parents how about that 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 big book that jim or jim lee just got off that's gonna make him money do you know what i'm saying like yeah but now his ego's getting in the way of taking care of his parents Mm -hmm. he's like oh i'd rather take the smaller because i want to follow jim lee because that leaves a bad taste in my mouth you know what? I'm back around to disliking the Rob. Anyway, oh. you're one last thing. So, and again, obviously, like, it kind of gets all over the place because that's just the way that Rob is a storyteller. And you mentioned about, like, the deals that he made. And he does mention, uh, you know, he'll he'll mention in passing, like, oh, the bad deal that he did with his young blood characters. And he says that, like, I'll never. And these were, like, previous episodes before I start writing the things where he says, like, I'll never make that mistake again. And, like, one would hope that Rob has learned his lesson. And that's why when he goes on Twitter and that company that ripped him off, admittedly, (laughs) for the Youngblood characters are now in turn ripping off other people. And the Rob is like, the the Rob can't keep his mouth shut. He can't (laughs) say nothing, but he can't like say like, oh man, this really stinks. I was there too. He he says, I told you so, you're all idiots. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, that's not the right path to take but i get you you know <laughs> right um, but you're all you're all aboard the rob train so no i'm not all aboard the rob train but i'm just saying i could very i could be swayed easily you know what i mean right like Engineer. he'll never hear this but like when the rob reaches out to me and doesn't block me for the column and like commends me for the column mm-hmm. then we might be doing a different show right okay engineer joe <laughs> but from the other one, and this is one of those ones where, like, when I'm doing, like, the beat by beat and I, like, have to go back and I rewind things to make sure that I heard things correctly. <laughs> right. Uh, when he's talking about, uh, in the episode from Friday, uh, he he talks about, like, oh, this work and that work. And, like, I did the layouts on X-Force number eight, but I didn't get the credit for it. And then he's talking about, like, you know, if your name is on a book, even if you had nothing to do with the book, you make money from the book. You know, I very easily could have said, like, put my name on X-Force 8 because I did the layouts. And he says that issue 8. And I think we might have. No, me and DJ talked about this, actually. Okay. Because Mike Mignola did the art for X-Force 8, right? Mm-hmm. But apparently it was over Rob's layouts because the Rob says, I quote. Right. Mike Mignola called him up. And said, your layouts are really special. I would love to work over them. 
Whereas right. apparently, and again, I say apparently, this was told to me secondhand from DJ, who's a Mike Mignola fan, that Mike Mignola was looking to get out of his contract with Marvel and had X, like X number of books left on the thing and just said, give me anything. Give me right. anything that you need finished by whatever date, and I'll just do it just so I can get out of my deal with you. Right? That's right. I need to burn out seven issues, so <laughs> right. I'll take any of them. And but, but I don't think that was it. I think DJ is completely wrong. I think Mignola was looking at it like, look at all these layouts of characters standing on rocks with dead <laughs> trees behind them. This is – Rob gave, gave Mignola his template for his future. And he's not even going to get credit for it. Rob does everything perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So, mm-hmm. la- last but not least, to close out this show on a bummer, which is what we're here to do. Oh, and I had so much more to talk about, but go ahead. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was going to tell you about football, Joe. Oh, uh, that's a different kind of bummer. Okay. But anyways. I see a lot of people all happy that they're like 13-0 and 0 in the standings. Yes. Hey, even words is, you know, doing well. I guess the second time you hit random pick, you did better, Joe. But but anyway, I'm just going to go really quick. Just or, or maybe that's the account I'm actually trying on. I don't know. Oh, there you go. There you go. But uh, just it was good to see football back for me as a fan. And there's no like other than one game that I saw, there was nobody in the stands. But they're they're pumping in crowd music. Uh, or not crowd music, crowd like noise. Crowd noise, yeah, yeah. And they're do and it's and it's working. It's not like because most of the time you're watching the game, you're seeing the field, and the field's so big that you don't see any of the fans or mm-hmm. the, the empty seats. You know what I mean? And after a while, it just becomes noise in the background, and it feels right. If that makes any sense. Okay. So you don't and 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 it works really well. And then occasionally, like they'll cut to the stands or they'll pan through the stands to go up to the two announcers in the booth, and you'll see nobody's there, but you might still hear noise. And you're like, you don't care because the product's on the field, and that noise is giving you the subliminal. This is the way it's supposed to be. Sure. So over, over the the couple of games that I watched using one of our friends, uh, direct TV opportunities that I was doing off my PS4. Um, it was just good to have it and it felt normal and it was a good day to just, it was a good weekend to just in a weird way, me and Josh were talking that it was a bit of normalcy, normalcy. And, and it felt good. That's the only thing that I could say was I had a good time watching football. And now this season I get to watch all the Raiders games at home because of the opportunity that I'm using, which I thought I wasn't going to get to be able to do because uh, I usually have to go out to watch games. And I don't feel like sitting in a bar for four hours with strangers, mm-hmm. if you can even do that now. So either way, go Las Vegas Raiders, who are undefeated. <laughs> Uh, what hopefully the season gets canceled tomorrow so they could end <laughs> with an undefeated record. <laughs> right. But <sighs> anyhow, I'm glad you have your football back. Right. I think as a wrestling fan, if we had wrestling taken away from us and then it came back, like I think WWE's banking on like when it's able to come back in front of like real fans, mm-hmm. that it's going to be this huge resurgence. And I don't think it's going to be. I think they've kind of uh, drained the well as much as they can. Right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, I think it would be better if it just went away forever. But that's me. 
<laughs> it'll never go away forever because there's so much in the there's so much already recorded that like they could just start showing old stuff again from the beginning and it'll be like new to everyone you know see that's what football's doing better than wrestling is when they're taping these games weeks ago mm-hmm. and the play doesn't go right they re- they re-record it you know they, <laughs> they they do it again the right way where you and you know adam have been telling me like when somebody botches a finishing move uh it's like oh you could just you know you could cut take two well now when they drop the pass and they need this 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 team to win the game to cover the spread or whatever or whatever sure. they're doing for their storylines in football they're just like they're shooting again and they shoot it like they get a real director i guess i don't know who they have they have like steven spielberg or something like that recording you know the 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 the, the scripts that they have for football this season for, or uve bowl you know yes yes someone who's a big name person mm-hmm. So I'll tell I'll tell this story as quick as I can to wrap things up here. We spent too much time talking about the Rob, but that's on me. That is on you. That is on me. Um, so uh, as I tweeted out over the weekend, when I was out mowing the lawn uh, on Saturday, I got stung by not one but two bees. Okay, wicker man. And I didn't even realize it at first. I wasn't wearing a cage of bees on my head, thank you very much. I don't know how you mow the lawn. <laughs> Um, I don't. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I'm just I'm out there and like I feel like a pinch, right? And you know, like so there's like a tree and stuff, and I have to like go kind of underneath the tree to like mow like around the tree. And I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, like maybe it's like a picker or something. And there's a rose bush in the middle of our backyard, and maybe I got a little too close to that, and it pulled like a thorn off. But just like the way that I moved, you know, whatever, right? So I get like one in my side and then I get one in my leg and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I finished mowing the lawn, you know, it's just like, it was just like a pinch, right? So after I'm done mowing the lawn, I come in, I sit down, I have a big thing of water. I'm going to take a shower, go get my Chinese food. And I have like a different pair of headphones, not these headphones that I wear for the podcast. I have another pair of headphones, a little bit, a little less noise canceling, but like, I don't want to use the same ones for two different things anyway. Uh, so I have those, and I go and I take those headphones off, and apparently trapped in between my head and the headphones w- was a bee as oh. well. Yeah. So I don't think I got stung in the head by a bee. I definitely got stung. like, And I looked at my side, and I looked you know, on my leg where I got stung, and oh my gosh, shit, those look like bee stings. Like, I felt it, and there wasn't any stingers or anything in them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like typically you could see them or like sometimes you could touch it and feel like I've pulled stingers out of Asa in April before. And I had never been stung by a bee in my entire life. This was the first time it happened. It was twice in one day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to like swell up. I don't know if, if I'm going to, you know, right. Right. You might be allergic for all you might know. be allergic. Right. So that's Saturday. Um, I, you know, I, we had like, uh, Benadryl, Claritin, whatever the fuck it is. You were saying Benadryl online. So, right. Might be Claritin. I don't know. I just take pills. You know what I mean? There's just, <laughs> there's, just there's a jar of random pills in the house and I just shake out whatever I think works. <laughs> right. That looks effective. So I wake up Sunday and like, okay, I look at them, nothing swollen. They're still like pink around them. You know, I'm doing my best not to itch them, even though they're itchy. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like a little warm. I don't know what's going on. I don't feel so hot. And then, like, 
Sunday afternoon into Sunday night, like I'm congested, I'm schnotting all over the place. It's horrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then I wake up Monday morning, it's even worse. I'm like, okay, we have, I took the last of the NyQuil. We need, need more NyQuil. I'm taking some DayQuil. I think that's what it is. Maybe this is just how my body is reacting to being stung by bees. Okay. But as I mentioned in last week's After Dark, as you understand, we are being quarantined because someone at my kid's daycare came in contact with someone that had COVID-19. Uh, that's why he's been home. That's why my wife has been home. So my wife is like freaking out. She thinks that I have COVID-19. Right. So we call the local ready care med express, whatever the hell you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call them on Monday night and they say, no, you can't come over for a test. We've already done 80 today. We're not doing any more. Wow. <laughs> so Tuesday, I'm up at seven o'clock in the morning, still not feeling great. Drive over to the Ready Care Med Express, whatever the hell it's called. Sit in the parking lot, call, do the whole thing. $35 copay for it. Uh, this time they swabbed me, which is a much different experience than me swabbing <laughs> myself. That's right. Uh, and this time they claim that they'll have the results in two to three days. Right. Um, now, okay, in between all of this, like on Sunday night, Monday morning, I was running like a 101 fever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, some of the symptoms, not all the symptoms. My wife is concerned, so I went and got the test. I didn't like being up that early in the morning, leaving the house. You know what I mean? Um. But we'll see. Hopefully by Friday when this goes live to the to everyone, I'll have that result and I'll be able to post a screenshot that says Joe 2 COVID, not 19, but COVID zero. Oh, well, I hope you feel better. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting. I'm feeling if we had a if if we were recording on Monday night, we wouldn't have been recording. I felt like shit. I got you. And and just so you know, when I dropped something off for you today, your wife blew up your spot. She was all like arms flailing, telling me the story. So, Does her story line up with the truth? Um, You know what? It remarkably does. Because it was very quick because the piano teacher was left unattended. Right. And I was like, okay, she's like, boom, boom, two, two B-bites, not feeling good, Benadryl, uh, phlegm, snot. 100 then 100 100 fever and blah 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 and i'm like okay um you know and then that's when i threw threw the package at her and i left i was like i'm going to get hot dogs i don't want to die there you go (laughs) all right everybody (laughs) you got a full show this week did it record yes it did all right all right good did i mention i always think like as we're about to wrap up the show i'm like oh shit did i remember to record Listen, that's your thing. Mine's the awkward uh, answer the phone, call, the Skype call, and the awkward goodbye when we're done. Those are my I, two. Now, see, the beginning is awkward because I think it's like Skype syncing us up. Right. But I never feel that our, our closing the calls are as awkward as you think they are. But I'm glad that you think that they're awkward. I guess. Anybody who who's not listening to our goodbyes, let me describe it as, you know, when someone bows to another Japanese person and they don't understand the custom, so they keep doing it. 
to me, that's me and Joe goodbye. Cause I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say it. Then he says it. Then I say it back. Then as I'm hanging up, Joe's saying goodbye to me, or as I'm hanging up, I'm saying goodbye to Joe. So it's a really weird to me. That's what goes on in my head. I don't know. I think there's like 73 goodbyes. And then halfway through somebody speaking, it's that's when somebody hangs up. So, well, no, usually what happens is we, we finish the recording Mm-hmm. I give it like a like a two Mississippi, so I have like that little bit at the end of work with the throw like the closing shit on, right? And then I say, "All right," and you say, "Woo, what a show!" And then I <laughs> and then if there was like anything that we need to talk about, like from off mic, it's like I gotta write that down. I gotta write that down. That sort of shit. What'd you title the episode? Okay. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I forgot to tell you this, or I forgot to tell you that. Okay. And then you say, I guess you got to get to edit. And I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> and you're like, all right talk to you whenever and then if it's like a patreon week it's like talk to you on friday all right and then i i never hit hang up i wait for you to hit hang up i never hit hang up right i know i'm always hanging up so then you say i say i guess you do and i go good i guess you got to go edit i do goodbye then you say goodbye then i feel like i say goodbye again no you don't i don't and then maybe there's a fourth goodbye from you i don't know that's the way i it plays out in my head all right and that's so that's why when you're like it's very awkward and I'm like I don't know do I got to listen back to the part that I clip out of the show that's what? not recorded or something like keep like lie to Todd keep it <laughs> recording so I could go back and listen to the part that he thinks is awkward mm-hmm. I don't know All right I guess All right not. I need to blow my nose this is a perfect time to stop the show Hey uh 305 Longbox Heroes After Dark if I didn't say it at the beginning I'm saying it at the end patreon.com get these uh 3 or 4 days early whatever the hell it is Listen to the shows in the correct listening order. Get the two bonus shows previewing the past. Uh, September records this week. $5 folks get them. Everybody else gets. You're uh, listening baseball. to the soon-to-be-named oh, network. The Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Network.